Hey, you're back. Well, then I welcome you to the Dipped in Butter program with Cap and Wes. Get your dumb ass on this fucking horse so we can take this picture. And the best lines are right here with a podcast release each and every Tuesday. Because you're in university and when you're studying hard to study abroad, you know, you gotta really be immersed in it. We have this conversation. I, I know as a people, we say we respect people that go to college, but I feel like I, I <laughs> welcome to the Dipped in Butter program. Good morning, good evening, happy Tuesday, happy Thursday, happy post Super Bowl, happy Valentine's Day. Every day is the 13th or 14th, as uh, Andre 3000 will put it. But happy that to you, man. If you're listening on the day of or a couple days after, Whatever that looks like for you, man, we're happy to have you here because we are happy to be here. Here is the number one mixtape podcast on the internet, the Dipped in Butter program. This is the number one place where you can go to listen to your best lies or the worst lies, depending on how we write this uh, topic list down. Speaking of the topic list and the way we do things around here, across from me is my guy. That's your guy. That's West with no T. That's the motherfucking goddamn glue around here. He is our editor and producer editor in chief mm-hmm. goddamn glue uh elmer young like they call him downstairs they call him new daddy but most importantly he's our motherfucking friend and the guy that we consulted what's going on my guy and then they calling me new daddy upstairs right now like they don't know it's motherfucking pod day bro i know Never you just see me i know you just see me shoot kids away like what fucking day is it bro like are we living in the goddamn twilight zone um e- either way you know i don't want to get too far into that but i will say this right here and we can get back into this later i want to thank you okay for not letting me talk bad about people that we love particularly last week on the podcast okay there's certain things that i don't Save get a chance this? to hear in real time and you covered me you know what I'm saying? Like the good friend that you are. And that guy that I'm talking about uh, across from me with the hottest takes in the United States, that is Cat K with two T's on the end of that thing. Um, he is the creator and the host of this goddamn show that you motherfuckers like listening to. Apparently, I've looked at the numbers. I know it to be true. Um, you can catch my guy over on YouTube.com slash Dipped in Butter Program, where I'm sure you guys didn't hear him say basically fuck y'all in the beginning, but I support him 100%. So fuck y'all too. Um, but you can catch my guy here, um, right here on Tuesdays or whichever day is pod day in your life on the Dipped and Butter program, wherever podcasts are placed, because that's where this thing goes. Um, they refer to him as Big Money out Chicago. We just call him Slim Jim right here on the podcast or Marzerati Cat. It just depends on how well you know my nigga. Um, but my nigga and yours, what's popping? You know what? As a thank you to all our for for some reason, looking at the numbers, y'all do listen to us. I don't. I can't for the life of me gather why, but I'm glad y'all enjoy listening because we enjoy doing it. And as a thank y'all, I'm going to come right here off the top of the show and embarrass myself because y'all seem to like it when I say embarrassing things about myself in my life. And some of y'all must be identifying with the shit. So I'm just going to start with some of that this week. I intended on starting anyway, and I just feel even better about starting with embarrassing myself. Okay. First, I want to talk to you. I feel like you're going to help me be a better person this week, maybe inadvertently, because I I trust you with your opinion. And I come here excited (laughs) to bounce it off of you because you usually get me together, especially after we talk in real time. And then I go back and listen to the show two weeks later. I'm like, man, that nigga really be getting me together. But like also in that you are very timely in the things that you be wanting to talk about sometimes. I don't even think you know it. It's not it's not really particular to any week or any time, but like it's one of those where I go back and I listen to it, I'd be like, this nigga might be on to something. Like it makes me think about my own shit. Like, hmm, 
I wonder if, you know, just a little small tidbits and shit like that. So, you know, again, you know, Podcaster of the Year Award. Well, let's see if we can be lucky again this week. So first I want to talk to you about the light thing, and then we'll go into the heavy thing that I know is going to take us away, or at least I hope so, because I really need you to fix the second thing. First thing, as we talked about in a little bit of fodder before the show started, I've been busy, busy, busy at work, a lot of training, a lot of education, a lot of getting certified and shit that requires me to do a lot of reading and testing and shit. And it's like I said to y'all before, and like I said to my mans here, it's like university and like getting paid to go to university. You know what I realized about myself this week? And I've always kind of known it, but I'm finally ready to write it down because you know when you write it down, it makes it more real. So I wrote it down to talk to you about now it's going to be real, real because we have it on record. You know what I realized about myself? And I know I hit this once before and told y'all and confessed once before. I don't read good. Okay. That's not a secret to anybody on here. Y'all know I don't read good. Every time my daughter wants me to read her a bedtime story, I grab the, the thinnest book in her basket. When she goes to Dr. Susan, I'm like, fuck. Because, you know, all those who's it's, what's it's, and the fake words mixed in with the real words, they just get me every time. <laughs> but another reason why I'm bad at reading and why I don't like reading, I'm realizing, is I think I read wrong, Wes. Wes, and See? let, let See? me explain to you. I can't yeah, even talk a, good. What, right, what, a, what a great example. Right there. <laughs> I read wrong, Wes. And I don't know if anybody else does this. And I really, really hope I'm going to say this and somebody's going <clears> to <throat> identify with this. If I have a lot of course material that I need to read through, right? When you read in your head silently, mm-hmm. do you use your voice box quietly like you're saying it out loud? Sometimes it depends. It depends on how high I am. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, <laughs> if I go to read and I'm kind of high, I might need to use my voice in order to like make that shit stick. Wes, if I'm reading a 300 page book, mm-hmm. I will flex my throat with every word of them 300 pages. Like I'm not even reading nah. a lot. Like I don't know if I'm doing it wrong or what. And I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. I hope I, I'm. I hope I'm articulating this well. What I mean is. I'm not like, like, I'm not saying it. I'm not mm-hmm. reading words audibly at all. I'm not even like saying them quietly. I'm reading the words on the pages in my mind, mm-hmm. but my throat is still behaving like I'm talking. So if I read like 13 chapters of a module, when I get up from the computer desk, I'm like, oh, uh, I'll need like, I'll need like a throat coat or something. So what, Am I so- reading wrong? So what you're telling me is that you got a wild throat even when you're not even a, trying to have one. Like, your throat is wild out here in the game with no control. That's nuts. What I'm telling you is my giblets are crazy, bro. Like, I don't know exactly. And I, as I'm saying it to you, based on your reaction, this mm-hmm. is not something you do. This is not something you have a problem with. I mean, with, no? it's, it sounds like you're, like, maybe a step and a half or two above, like, putting your finger on the pages and following <laughs> along still. Um <laughs> But like, uh, and I said it last week, I think I talked about it. Like, I don't enjoy reading. Like, that's not my bag. Like, can I read? Yes. Will I read? Yes. If not you if talk, I don't have to. If you toss me a book and it wasn't written by a rapper, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure how much I'm going to finish that book. Like, and I don't even finish all the books that's written by the rappers. Um, so I, th- I think it's, I think it's just a repetition thing, fam. Like, I think you got to read more. Um, you know, in, in order to get over that throat thing you got going on. I, you know what I don't think is acknowledged enough in popular culture, or at least in just human behavior. I think being a good reader is like jumping high and running fast. Like you're kind of born with it a little bit. 
not bro. saying you can't learn to read. You can learn to read better. But the nope. people that just like kill it at reading, you was born to kill it at reading. You just honed that craft, right? Like Girl. nobody just like becomes LeBron James of reading pages. Shout out to my wife. I frequently fuck with her about how fast she reads shit. She reads too and fast. Like, she I've reads seen too, like, her read. She's intimidating to like read around because I'd be like, oh my God, now she's watching me. I haven't turned the page. Like she thinks I'm a fucking idiot. Like... Oh my God. Matter of fact, she went, she had to take the baby. I, I fucked with her the other day. She had to take the baby to a dentist appointment. They was going to be there for a couple hours. She told the baby to go upstairs and get her her books off of the, off of the desk. She came down with two books. I said, damn, babe, you going to read two books? Why <laughs> you, you read books? <laughs> and she that's was like, laughing like, but I'm like, she was like, I'm almost done with one. I was like, yeah, but you, you, you probably, like, you're, you're almost done is probably my still. I got two weeks left on this book. Like. That's the 600-pound life equivalent. Like, damn, you're going to eat two large pizzas? Like, <laughs> like, you read, read. The reading shit is so wild to me because, like, I'm so bad at it that, like I said, I, I'm reading a lot with this training and shit. Like, a lot of it is on-screen reading. So, like, I'll read a paragraph or two and then stop for a minute and realize I don't know anything that I just read. Like, I don't understand. I, can understand. I don't remember reading any of it. Nah, I'm going to have to start mm-hmm. over and read it again. No, I can understand that, bro. Like, no, no cap. My brain be like a um, my brain be like trying to start an old school in the winter sometimes when it comes to reading, bro. For real, for real. Like sometimes I gotta start when I start reading. I might gotta read them whole first two, three paragraphs like three or four times to like get my like, hey, nigga, no, we're about to read, bro. Like you need to read. We we about to read. What the fuck we about to read? We not reading for nothing, nigga. We don't read, so you need to pay attention while we reading. Like that's where I be at with it. So like it, it might so, it might take me a while to you know crank that thing over. It's so much like trying to start an old school Oldsmobile two door that I even lean for it when I'm not reading. Good. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know when your car is starting, you lean toward the gotta, wheel a little yeah, you bit. Check your posture, like nigga. Let me bro, sit up. My, when my eyes start getting blurry mm. in the book, like I start leaning forward. Like hold on, bro. Like my, I gotta get my posture together for these vowels. Nigga start, is hard, bro. Nigga start vibrating and sweating all about some words in a book. Bro, I said this to one of my white friends one time, and they got so offended for me. Like, you ever say anything to your white friends where they get offended for your blackness? And you're like, no, nah, bro, sorry, I'm trying to tell you. And they're like, you shouldn't look at yourself like that. Like, you're equal. I was telling you. So, Django's one of my favorite. Was that wrong? I was, no, 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 no. You just made me think about, again, you always talk about something that I never think will come to, like, fruition in real life or that I even need to mention. And there's not even a reason to That's go That's a thing, far. right? It is, bro. But it's not, I don't even, I don't even know if I'm ready to go into this all the way today because I'm still digesting it. Like, this is fresh, bro. But I, I had the opportunity. I got to, him again. I yeah, got him I again. had the opportunity to sit in on a conversation between... Two two people from the you know ca- Caucasian um, ethnicity descent or the, mm-hmm. you know that's not even ethnicity but you know the Caucasus Mountains. Um, I, I had a chance to sit in on a conversation and they were they happened to be talking about NASCAR, um, mm-hmm. and one of them you know the one asked the other like hey who's your favorite NASCARer you know what I'm saying NASCAR NASCAR Italian yeah, yeah yeah she was you know and she got to talking about this dude she was like. Even though he got caught saying the N-word that one time. And, and and the other whites like, oh. But the other whites like hyper aware of who I am, right? So I'm uh-huh. sitting silent, right? It's it's not a it's not a secret that I'm here. Y'all haven't done right? nothing to me. Yeah, y'all haven't done it to me. So I'm sitting back, right? But it just got funny to hear her try to explain that he was she was basically she basically was short of saying he was only saying the N-word in a joking manner. He didn't fucking mean it, like to the point <laughs> he wasn't that, saying nigger. Yeah, to the point where the other way had to be like, 
you might need to find another hero. And I just thought that that was, <laughs> that's where I laughed in the conversation. I thought that that was funny. And, uh, you know, I, again, I, I'm not ready to process it all the way, but it was a good conversation. You, to sit you, in you know what's funny about racism? <laughs> this sounds like a stand-up bit about the start. What's <laughs> funny about racism is, at least for me, I'll just speak for myself. As a youth in the 1990s growing up, we kind of imagined the time where white people would so be so aware of racism and so hyper aware of racism, racism that they would behave that way, right? Like mm-hmm. I remember in 90, like two, it was a dream, the thought that you would be in a room with a bunch of like executive white people and they would actually be being careful about what they say around you, right? Like that was a right. dream in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Now that it's a reality, <laughs> it's kind of silly to witness at times, right? Like not silly meaning it's not appropriate or like they're wrong for being thoughtful. It's silly to actually walk in that, right? Because a lot of shit sounds good in theory or sounds better in theory than than it does in practice, right? Because even in her doing that in your NASCAR story, right? She ain't wrong. None Mm -hmm. of your coworkers was wrong in it. However, what they don't know, we're talking about black people, nuance again, white people, listen up. Sit up in your chairs. (laughs) Even though Wes's coworkers was right in their behavior in that moment, correct me if I'm wrong, Wes. In that moment, they put a clear light film over their characters to where now you can never be fully 100% cool with them now. Because they've made themselves too, not saying that they're bad people, not cool like, oh, I can't be cool with you because you're fucked up. I don't feel like, you you immediately put a film over them like, okay, they're a little too little too stuck up for me to be trying to let them know too much about my personal life. You know what I mean? Like it puts a little coating over you when you're a little bit too. Well, yeah. And I, you know, protected I, I, that way. I already wasn't the fondest, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I've had to, you know, work beside these people. I've, you know, carved out a niche, you know, somewhere that, that they can exist. But you know, that, that coupled with the fact that she said she was, um, I believe the terminology was hillbilly bred to love NASCAR. Oh. Let me know everything that I needed to know when it was coupled with it's her. It's honor. It's in her. It's in her. Mm-hmm. I respect that, though. Yeah, whatever. Like, and, and going to what I was saying, like, with one of my white friends, I was explaining to him about how Django's one of my favorite movies, right? I love Django. Love Calvin Candy. Like, the movie, to me, don't start until Calvin Candy comes <laughs> on screen. I think I've said that on here before. <laughs> love him. Love Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. Love the way he delivered that. I even love the backstories about him being scared to say the N-word on set. I love everything about it. Well, the scene when he's at the dinner table and he's got the slave skull in his hand and he's like pointing at it with a pen and he's explaining about how like, you know, evolution will one day allow there to be one bright nigger in the pack that's going to be able to think like a good white person and then he's going to bring other smart <laughs> niggers and one day there'll be actual human niggers on the planet. <laughs> That's essentially what he was saying. It's hilarious in the context of the movie. I know it ain't funny, but it's hilarious. Does that make sense? It ain't funny, but it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. But I was explaining to my friend that 12% of me kind of believes that theory. A little bit. And here's why. I'm not saying niggas is dumb, right? Mm -hmm. Scientifically speaking, only scientifically speaking, if we're talking about evolution and DNA and all of that shit, right? I just personally believe that you cannot subscribe to black people dance better naturally. We play the bass better naturally. We got big dicks naturally. We dance good naturally. But we have no drawbacks. Right. We know white people are good at colonizing. We joke about it. Colonizer, ah, it's funny. But we know they're good at 
constructing government and societies mm-hmm. and bylaws and shit like that. They're good at that shit. Capitalism. They're good at that shit. Like all of that shit that comes out of a fax machine and <laughs> fucking forms and reading. That's their shit. Right. They can't beat us at basketball, but they can beat us with papers. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to admit that, bro. I think default settings. If you're creating a basketball player. If you make their skin a little bit lighter, they're going to be a better three-point shooter than they are going to be a dunker. That's just NBA Jam's logic. I so mean it. I just think anytime like people get uncomfortable, and when I say people, I mean white people in particular, they get uncomfortable when you start talking about black people drawbacks, right? I'm not saying we dumb. I'm just saying that if you was to pick the top three categories of readers, we ain't making the top three, bro. Like, we just not. We can read. That sounds bad, right? We I'm not saying we can't read. I'm I saying top three now, readers now of all nationalities. We're not in there. Hear me, hear me out. We top I, three, I, are we top three jumpers, Wes? Hear me out. I think there's some people that like support you in the stance that you are spewing oh, right now. Right? No, right no, 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 no. Listen to me. Check okay, me out. Help me out, please. These people marched across bridges in the '60s, right? Uh-huh. Martin Luther King and them, like they on the side, they on the same side as you, but like the whole. The problem in all of this is that the opportunity does not exist for us to showcase. It's it's almost like in, it's almost like in though it's it's like a um how do I want to put it? It's like a it's a, it's like a glass ceiling for real for real. Like yo, football players, basketball players, entertainers, we will let y'all we what we will bow down almost in a sense or not not for real for real, but like we will recognize the top tier of y'all in these places, but like. When it comes to scholars and writers, they don't even want to get the comparison close enough for people to be like, oh, yeah, this nigga might be smarter than you. So if we never allow them in the arena to be able to have the comparison made, then, you know, it's like a gatekeeper type of situation. We just never let you hear for the opportunity to be able to compare like, all right, this is how you did it. And then this is how he did it. And he did it better than you, fam, because I'm sure in a lot of those situations, it would turn out the same thing. But that, bro, that shit happens all from from the top all the way down to the bottom, bro. Corporate America, all types. That's why we have these conversations about people's fucking names on resumes and even down to people mm-hmm. going to get their houses appraised and not having sure. no niggas on the wall because you can get 150000 more. Like, it's a thing in this place that we live at. But, like, again, if you don't, if you don't, like you're saying, those, if you don't give me the opportunity to compare, then I can't show you how you're wrong. And they're like, yeah, nah, we're just never going to let you guys in the highest rooms available. So, good, good luck. Mm. Now that that makes sense. I'm trying to be careful about how I'm sounding with all of this, right? Because I ain't trying to say that our people are just fucked up or we just big dummies. I'm not saying that. Like, say, say default all black people are B grade readers, right? B grade is a high grade to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. If you're in college, you might not like a B. But if we're B grade readers, just as a default, if you just take the numbers and you average your mind, we're B grade. I'm just saying that there's other nationalities that are A-grade kind of across the board. Now, does that make us bad readers by equivalent? No. That just means that there's other better readers out there. That don't mean Asian people can't dunk, just not as many of them can dunk as niggas can. I mean... See, as soon as I say dunk, niggas be all right with that. Right, right. (laughs) See? You know what I'm saying? That's what's so... That, to me, is what's so interesting about this. As soon as I bring it back to some physical shit, everybody takes it... 
All of y'all relax y'all shoulders when I say some, oh, black people can dunk the best. Y'all like, yeah, well, they can. I but mean, if I say something about us reading, y'all like, I don't know, cat. You sound fucked but up. That, but that's a, and I was going to ask, like, see, that's a physical attribute that has been put on display for us Thinking to certify. It's, it's, it is, it, it is, but like, when, when, when have those things been put on display for you to really determine? And even when you say there are people out, let's fuck it, let's call it spade a spade. White people are A plus readers. What is your, what is your criteria, or how have you determined that? Like, do, is is it is it is it on some like I hate to always be this guy, but is it on some oppression type shit? Like, yo, because I mean, they were my worth, oppressors, they have to worth, be greater readers than me. Well, I, I don't think you're wrong for exploring that, right? Because right. if I'm introducing all of this dicks big jump high shit, then you <laughs> absolutely should be introducing. Well, is this a result of? conditioning, right? I, I right. fully subscribe to what you're saying, and that's definitely worth exploring. I'm not even dismissing it at all because it could be. It could be thousands of years of niggas being oppressed and why we can't read because y'all wasn't showing us no books for 300 of them years. Like, you know bro, I, mean? I ain't even I ain't even gonna front you, fam. I seen, and I don't know how true this is, but like, it just gets your wheels to turning when you never think about shit like this, but I seen somebody had braided this little girl's hair, mm-hmm. and they had put the alphabet, like all 26 fucking letters, dog, in this little girl's hair, and it looked you know, it, it looked presentable and it was, you know, they, they got on and they showed you and they was like, yo, this is, you know, uh, they was basically saying like, I'm dropping gems to show y'all like how we had to teach our own how to like read and what letters was back in the day. Bro, mm. it fucked me up, bro. Like yeah. it really fucked me up. So like you can't convince me that people who had to learn how to do this a harder way than it was just spoon right. fed to you. Can't figure do, it out. Can't do it better than you, bro. I like no that. fucking way. Particularly as confusing as the English language is and 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 from the story that they tell, we came from a place where we wasn't speaking English. They'll never talk mm. about how 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 they got uh, how they got us to understand what the fuck they were saying. They really just went right to violence. But you can't tell me you started <laughs> off that way against some people who we spoke about here are I don't want to say violent in nature, but like very in tuned with the environment, Con- bro. So there's no way, yeah, there's no way you would have got within six feet by just saying some words that we didn't understand you. And we just, it's people that still exist like that today that you can't get close to their island. Fuck all that English shit you talking, bro. bro we don't speak that. When are we going to talk about the niggas on that island that would not let you on their island? I've been wanting um, to talk about them for a year. How, why? Can't nobody get there. Don't know. You can't. Nobody, you can't go there. But it's always like some random white Christian that always like tries mm-hmm. to take a boat over there and gets speared the fuck out. And I think that's hilarious. And it's only hilarious because it's funny. <laughs> but like, fucking, how strongly does one believe in God before you get it in your mind that it's up to you? Like, not up to like Paul, Peter, or fucking Leviathan or some shit. It's up to you, Christopher from fucking uh, Georgia State University, to get on this boat with their Tom shoes and hop off onto this island and teach them about cell phones. Like, that's not up to you, dog. Like, why are you why are you carrying that responsibility on your shoulders? It's weird. Yeah, like the only people that could meet me with like skirts made of the leaves from the trees from their island is the, the people in Hawaii. Oh yeah, yeah. and the Bahamas and shit like that. Like, I almost forgot to ask you about the second thing I need help with. We talked about reading for so long, and intend to go on that reading reading rainbow rant. <laughs> here's the second thing that's more important to me that I need you to help me with. Right, first of all, let me just start by saying, if I'd have known. That all the all of this was going to result in this, I'd have just stayed fat, bro. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'd have just stayed fat for all of this. I could have been eating Oreos and sugary cereal. I could have still had my channel. It this past weekend, I don't know why I got the bright idea. I was like, you know what I ain't did since I've been fat? 
I haven't been bowling once. I haven't been bowling at all. And here, let me tell you this. And I feel like me and you have had this talk about bowling, right? I used to hate bowling because, like, I would bowl a, a game and a half and then, like, my lower back would start hurting. Mm-hmm. Fattening problems, right? Like, my lower back would start hurting. I would start throwing gutter balls because, like, now my arms are all exhausted because I'm out of shape. I'm breathing this, hard and shit. This nigga got the same stories as Big Mama cooking Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Like, bro, like all like my ham hock arm is like messing up my ability to keep the ball straight. Mm-hmm. And I would get frustrated. Now, in the 23 plus years that me and my wife have been together, right? She has always been better than me in bowling. Always. Okay. Okay. Since the beginning of our time, I can probably count on one hand how many times I've beat her in a game. Not in a day. Like if we played four games, I might have won one on a lucky weekend, right? She beats mm-hmm. my ass in bowling. Easily, she's okay. far better than me, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I got all that extra shit off of me. I could probably keep <laughs> the ball straight. Better than that, I could probably bowl more than two games without sitting down and taking a rest and be like, oh, go ahead and take me off the scorecard. Y'all, y'all got take it. Me like, off the third the game was all. Y'all. I ain't, I've never heard a nigga in my life say, take me Bro. off the scorecard at bowl. <laughs> hey, hey, babe, remove dad off of there. <laughs> Hey, hey, mark me vacant. I'm not. I'm not here right now. Mark me absent. I can't do this no more, bro. So, I thought that this would be a better situation, and I found out. And I'm glad that we're coming off of like the how smarter black people talk because this kind of rolls right into that. I feel like bowling is far more mental than it is just physical. And you being a semi pro could probably mm-hmm. help me with that. You can't just throw the ball as hard as you can and think this shit is just gonna go. Like and, you, and- it, and, and even like with the people that I yeah even with the people that I bowl with there are people who kind of like take that approach at it like yo I'm gonna kind of use my strength um but there's still the you know the the mental part of the game there because again oh, like, you can throw that motherfucker as straight as you want to down the middle of the island like you'll still get seven pins dog and you'll be mad as hell mad as fuck and I hear bowling compared to golfing a lot where it's like mm-hmm. you know you might get your ass kicked by an old white man and you could be in your prime. And he just might be able to smack that ball like just right and, and golfing, kill you in the dry. Yeah, go- golfing, probably tennis and bowling are particularly three sports where you, and probably lacrosse and some dumb shit like that too, but like you have to know the equipment mm-hmm. in order to know mm-hmm. how to really like execute mm-hmm. the job. And that's not to say that about a football or a basketball, but like... It's it come a, it's out a your head. It's dependent like upon what you do with that. And like, yes, with the bowling ball and the ten, but like you can hit a tennis ball straight on, or you can hit a tennis ball with a little uh with a little zing you to it and make it feel it a little, Yeah, like it's a technician sport. Is that yes. fair to say? It's yes. the sport of a technician. And here's where I'm dope at doing this podcast and shit, right? That speaks to why me and you are so complimentary, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I would fancy myself to be more reactionary, off the field, off the cusp. Right, a character of sorts. You keep this thing on the straight and narrow. You know what I mean. You keep this sounding like a show versus two niggas just talking. Right. I try. I try. I through bowling this weekend in that experience gained even more respect for you because I'm doing it. I'm failing at it. I'm getting it wrong. I'm doing bad. Here's another thing about me and bowling. I'll keep making the same mistake over and over and over down the lane. I'll throw, I'll do the same spin, hit the same eight pins, turn to my wife and curse, wait two turns and come around and throw the same ball. Same, the same fucking shit, right? And like there, that's not necessarily wrong. And this is like bowler me coming out and like now you're Is it not do, wrong or is it not uncommon? You, 
Because it's definitely um, wrong. No, nah, I'm going to say it's not wrong. I'm going to say it's not okay. wrong. Because let, let me say, while you know, you, you throw the same shot, like, yeah, you think you threw the same shot, but did you really? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different variation did, of the did wrong shot. Did you start your sure. shot the same way? Did you take the same amount of steps? Yo, what was, arrow you was there? you aiming at? What were did you, you do with your? I'm just telling. I've seen enough niggas. Seen talk, I'm telling you, bowling is one of those sports that literally almost anybody who bowls, and I don't want to say anybody who's because you can watch people who just bowl on casual, but anybody who like takes it seriously, like you know, the minute that that ball comes out of their hand and touches the lane. 90% you know what's about to happen. Before it mm-hmm. even gets halfway down the lane, you can be like, yep. oh, yeah, this is... Because usually, I know, by the time the ball gets halfway down, I'm usually calling them. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's good. Like, Or I know we we are oh, somewhere close. Left. And like, even if you watch <laughs> professional bowlers, like even when you throw the bad shot, like, and this, this is like the, the the general... When you throw the bad shot, a lot of people just turn the fuck away and be mad. Yeah, you don't even need to look. You're like, oh, that was bad. You should not do that. Oh, you got to learn from the mistake. Learn from it because where oh. what what did you do that made you do that? And like, don't try that again. So I say where you're not wrong at. Like, if you if you think you threw the ball in, in at the same spot, maybe maybe you did, but the second shot you did something different with your hand or your wrist. Oh, that I definitely might, might be the hand. right motion for where you threw the ball at, and just the shot previous, you just did everything fucking wrong. Like the mm. spot is because whatever you did in the previous shot, like. Whatever you did on that shot, you maybe you just put the ball in the wrong spot on the floor. Like it's it's a construct. You know, I got a video of you bowling, you, right? You you ready for me to circle back around and <clears throat> tell you why I know everything and I'm always right? Of course. This speaks to your technical brain. <laughs> the nigger part of your brain is built for this because let me tell you, what are you aspiring to be right now? A coach. <sighs> Yeah, the best me. That's yeah. that's adjustments, problem solving, and techni- technician shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't out there like, bro, I think I can still be a DB. <laughs> like, I still think I can tackle right. the fuck out of niggas. Yeah, no, no, you no. want to stand there and make adjustments and dissect the game and bring yeah. with what your knowledge has to that sport, right? You feel like you have something to contribute to a team. You feel like you got the technical ability yeah. to dissect what's going on in that field and make adjustments. But even like, you know, because we're Buckeye fans, I can talk about this guy. It's almost like the Chase Young theory. Like, yes, he's a mm-hmm. defensive end, but sometimes line him up as a tackle. Sometimes line him up as an outside linebacker, like because because he has the athletic ability to do it. So because you have that tool at your disposal, figure out where that tool is going to work the best for you on the field. Yeah. And maybe you have a linebacker that can come down and play. You know what I'm saying? Like you just got to do different shit and you got to figure out how to make it work. In every walk of life, you have Troy Panamalu's and you have Sean Taylor's. And it's just Period. like you got to figure out if you're Sean Taylor Period. or you're Troy Panamalu. It's just, so like, it just is what it is. But Yeah, I was about to say, you know you know, I got a video of you bowling, though, right? And I was like, I don't, you know, if, if and not, you know, most niggas, are, you know, see a video of a nigga bowling, they're like, oh, that's cute. Yeah, nah, nigga like me, I watched your form. I watched what happened <laughs> down the lane. Like, look what he doing. I look watched what, what happened with the pins. It was actually a good shot. I think if you put it down a little bit more to the right, you would have got it off, but like it was Wait, a good shot. It should have happened. What you yeah. saying? You saw me bowling recently when you went the other she day. And you had, she said it to me. I don't know if she posted you. She said it to me because uh, I'm a real nigga. You know, what I'm I've saying? never like, been closer to beating my wife. <laughs> 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 now she, she she yeah. she's she's amazing at bowling though. Like I, sometimes <laughs> when I watch, I'm like, man, she should join a league, but then I don't want her to go outside. So we'll figure it out. I understand that. That's real. Uh, let's see. What, what, what do we got? What do we got next? Um, oh. Grocery shopping, bro. I got a question for you. What y'all got? What grocery store y'all got out there in Chicago's crib? Y'all got Kroger's, Smith's? What y'all got? It's called Fries, but it's Kroger's. So 
at your local grocery store, I'm going to ask you and I want to ask our listening audience just randomly. You can answer amongst yourselves. Do you all still see arm baskets in your grocery store? I know we got grocery carts and we got small carts, but do you all see arm baskets at your grocery store I fuck with you hard body, bro. This was during COVID when I said that to my wife, like, babe. What arm baskets? Did they get rid of them motherfuckers because of COVID or what's going on? But no, they still have them, bro. Like, whenever you, whatever grocery store you shop at, when you walk in, look down and to the left. Wherever, wherever, whatever grocery store you go, they're down and to the left. Or I'll even say sometimes maybe down to the right, but they are still there by the front door. I'm going to tell you, I ain't been seeing them, bro. And I had a, a whole conspiracy theory and shit. Maybe it might still apply. Maybe there's less baskets. Listen to my theory and tell me if I have, okay. if I'm okay. tripping or if there's any validity to this. I've been doing like a lot of research on like <clears throat> nutrition and health and, you know, just the way the human brain reacts to flavors and tastes and how, you know, there's food scientists out there like, like the Cheeto, for instance, right? Like we all like love to laugh at how Cheetos make your fingers orange, but that's a scientific decision. They can make Cheetos not make your fingers orange. They want them to make your fingers orange because that bright color and you licking your fingers entices you to go back in the bag to eat more, right? It's a scientific equation. It's not an accident. Right. And in watching some of this research and some of these documentaries and shit, it explained in grocery stores how there's a psyche behind how you grocery shop, right? Like if you have a basket that you push, whether you call it Carter basket, one of the ones you push and you throw the milk in there and you keep pushing, you know, the ones that your daughter runs over the back Mm -hmm. of your shoes. If you have one of those, you're more inclined to put snacks in there because the human mind goes, I'm grabbing this item and I'm putting it in here away from me. So it's not necessarily mine. You don't attribute it to Mm -hmm to your mind as yours because you're putting it in a basket away from you. Whereas if you have an arm basket, one of the ones you carry, like, you know, the picnic basket, looking mm-hmm, ones, mm-hmm. you buy less stuff because in your mind, you store you it as all of this shit, shit is for me. You don't want to carry that shit. And Fuck you don't want to carry that shit. So yeah. you shop less. And I feel like they're getting rid of those baskets more to get to entice people to shop more. Am I tripping I mean, or am I overthinking? Nah, this? I'm I'm sure there's some type of science. Bro, there's science behind everything, bro. There's literally science behind the way the grocery stores are set it's laid up, out. To the colors that they use in their fucking Jesus, logos, the dog. Like, yeah, like in Math, I was listening to something they were talking about in and out burger, bro. And like In and Out Burger is trash and it's one of those color association things. They have the same exact fucking colors as McDonald's. You can't convince me that they're any better because of that and that alone. But like, yeah. It's all science based, bro. Like to to what they put out front to like I'm sure to even like where the carts are some scientific fact as to, you know how how they how they mind fuck people into doing doing what they want you to do at the grocery store. Yeah, it's some ill shit cuz we was just there the other day and <clears throat> we had spent like I don't know, I think it was like $150 or something in the grocery store. We kind of both was like, "Who, we didn't mean to come here and spend that." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we had also just 15 minutes before getting to the checkout was commenting on how, like, we looked in our basket and was like, damn, like, we got mostly produce in here. Like, we got produce and, like, a little bit of protein and, like, some milk and eggs. And mm-hmm. that's like that's it. And we was kind of, like, reminiscing back to a time when we first kind of got our first apartment and first started living on our own. And, bro, we used to spend, like, $300 in the grocery store on oh, bullshit. <laughs> Nigga, I'm talking about... Oreos, Debbie Doritos, cake, nacho cheese, and Doritos Cool Ranch. Yeah, four I need boxes of cereals. You need <laughs> Chips Ahoy and Oreos. 
four different hot pockets and pizza rolls. You want to know what? I th- and again, this might be like um, community trauma that we all experience. But I, I can remember like going to this grocery store as a kid. Like black people almost shop like this is your last grocery shopping trip on life, like, nigga. ever. Like, hey, we got to get it all, and then that's why your parents be mad at you when you eat the whole fucking twelve pack of little fucking debbies because it's like nigga. We not you going back to the grocery store. Like, <laughs> I never understood like, that term. I swear to God, to you said that, Wes. I never understood when aunts, uncles, parents, because my parents weren't really like that. But when aunts and uncles would be like, dog, you just ate up all the little Debbies. And I like, I used to struggle when I was a kid. Like, dog, we could just go back. Like, they're $2. Like, we could just go back and get some more. Like, so, nigga, I nigga, go back and forth to the corner store all the time, bro. What you I don't want to go back there. Like, but as an adult, you're like, I don't want to go back there, dog. Like, once I go on Sunday for the week, I really don't want to come back to this Man. motherfucker for at least seven days. And if I come back, I want to have to shop for less. Bro, I don't want to be coming here for another $200 trip. Niggas used to go and fill up the carts. I can't tell you the last time I've been to a grocery store and like filled up a cart to like fully. To the point groceries. it couldn't push. To the yeah, point it couldn't bro, push good like, no more. Or like when you need a second one because shit is going down, like, oh no, that's too Second much. cart like, is nasty. But like bro. that, like, I used again, to live like that. I, I, think it's, I think it's the evolution. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is trying to live better lifestyles and shit. So I think. Because you like have lived in both worlds, you recognize that oh my god, a cart full of shit be a cart full of bullshit. Like there's, there's nothing no of real nutritional value in this cart. Like because bro, you I don't even really remember going through the produce section as a kid, dog. Real shit. Like maybe because if your mom did. needed an onion, if your mom needed an onion, she come get it by herself, not to have your ass with her to be picking out cereal. And like shit. I just don't remember being over there, a mom bagging up tomatoes and potatoes and you know shit like that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm very. That's why I know my wife be tripped out, but like I, you know, I'm I, I I still stay away from the store and all that shit. This just not my bag, bro. Like somebody else take care of it. Like. <laughs> My wife loves to cook, and that's that's yeah. She loves that shit. So I, you know, again, I told I told her that was, girl. I I was searching diligently, girl. I was checking off check boxes. This ain't my mistake. (laughs) I ain't just like the way you look in jeans. What? (laughs) I don't just enjoy you being in the kitchen. Like fuck that. Bro, that grocery store shit is tough because like, and and I like what you're saying too about like not going because. The less you go, the less you risk bringing some shit back that you really don't fucking need, bro. Like, it's way harder to not eat the cookies when they're in the cabinet. Easy as fuck when they never make it to your grill. Bro, I'd be looking at a whole bunch of shit down there in the pantry like, damn, I really don't even be eating this shit all like that no more. It'd just be around for, like, that shit That shit is really for kids as bad as it is to say. And even kids don't eat all that bullshit mm-hmm. in, in real time. But again, like, a, a full cart is full of some bullshit. Well, nigga, I had to make some real-time adjustments because remember I was telling you about how, like, Cameron would get off the bus from school and ask me for a bowl of cereal before, like, she even zip up her coat or wipe her snotty-ass nose. She'll be already asking me for cereal and shit. But we kind of had to slow that down a little bit because it became mm-hmm. a bowl of cereal a day, which is fine. It's not the end of the world of bolus, especially right. with her metabolism and running around to school all day. That's not going to kill her. I'm not going to be super – I'm not going to be celery dad just because I fucking lost <laughs> weight. But right. I have realized that she'll like eat a bowl of cereal and she won't want nothing else. Like, I'll be like, oh, you sure you don't want no mac and cheese? I can make you something else. I want some cereal. And then she'll eat the cereal and then an hour later she'll be asking for food. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to kind of like have a talk with her like, baby, what I want you to start doing is allow mommy and daddy to make you something to eat first. Right. You can still have some cereal later as a snack. I will mm-hmm. not deny you cereal if you still want it later. But you cannot keep doing this to me. Like, she'll fucking sure. ask Donovan for fucking cereal when she gets off the bus and eat Cookie Crisp. 
And then when I get home after fucking 10 hours at work, tired as fuck, trying to eat my broccoli and shit, she'll be breathing <laughs> down my neck trying to find out if I made a portion size for two. And I'll be mad as fuck. Like, I love <laughs> her. She's my daughter. But I really don't be wanting to talk to her when I'm standing over the stove trying to get these fucking rice things prepared. I, I can understand that because kids always want fucking snacks, dog. Or they always, always want something, especially when you're in the kitchen, bro. So, like... Me, me, me and the wife have definitely kind of cracked down on some of that shit now, too. So, like, when you get home from school, you can have a snack, bro. But, like, don't come back talking to me in another hour, hour and a half. Talk about I want a snack. Like, you can get some food and, like, that's probably going to be it for the night, dog. Because I sent your ass to school with two snacks. You went and had breakfast at school. You had bro, lunch. You had two snacks. You came home, had a snack. You, you've eaten enough for the day. Now you just want to eat because you want you want your mouth to move and don't nobody want to hear you talk. Like, no. You don't need, to, or like you say, the forty-five minutes after they have something, they want something else light. Like, bruh, no, like that's sh- that's just not even digested through your body yet. Before you come ask me for something else, you literally just want your mouth to be moving. Like, you don't need it. Sorry, on everything. Out of here. At what point did we turn the corner as a school society where we started sending them to school with snacks? Like, remember when we was in school, right? You couldn't even have food in class, like gum, nothing, water. You couldn't even have. Bro, we grew up in a time you couldn't have water in class, nigga. I mean, I guess they figured out we are now angry adults. So they're like, let's try something else. These <laughs> niggas is upset. Like They mad about everything. Yeah, nigga. like we got to try something niggas- else. Give the kids snacks in school. Bro, before we got started on this podcast today, I was scrolling through the TMZs like I normally do. Them niggas said that people are mad at the redesign of Barney the Dinosaur, bro. What are they the mad about? The internet went crazy because they redesigned Barney for the kids. And I'm like... Why the fuck are you grown on your grown-ass cell phone or your grown-ass cellular phone bill complaining about Barney? They didn't redesign him for you, nigga. They redesigned him for four-year-olds. I was about to say, it's definitely You're not supposed to like upset. it. Yeah, it's definitely upset adults, not children. Bro, I, I don't know what niggas be mad about. You Was niggas mad about the Super Bowl? Did you watch uh, Rihanna? I did. I, um, Rihanna. 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 Robin. I don't do know. Robin. Um... I mean, yeah, I watched the Super Bowl. I watched the whole thing. Like I said, I watched the game. I watched the halftime show. Um, I, everything was cool. I was not excited, bro. Like, I, only reason why I even had the shit on my TV because Rihanna was coming on. Like, I had no interest in the game. I haven't been in the sport, like, particularly the NFL lately. It just was all whack I mean, yeah. to me. The commercials in, was whack. Everything was whack. You've been in Science Academy. Now, I will say that, bro. I've watched a lot of commercials where I was confused at the like, end. Like, who wrote this shit? Yeah, like, did they miss the, the, the I'm t- what was the best, the John Travolta commercial was a good commercial. Um, he did it with I, the T-Mobile. He did it with the T-Mobile dudes. So the black that was kind of longer dude. than it needed to be. Like it, it was. It, it definitely man. was. That was okay. And then who else had a good ass commercial? I had Clueless for the number one spot, and that's been running for three weeks already. In Alicia Silverstone, there's no way she still looks like that. In why she look like that? And can still sound like she still sounds like Clueless. She bodied that. The fact that she has been away for this long with no no public scandal, and then just comes back and and winked at the camera like yeah i know i know i still i know i'm still crazy i know i'm still crazy after jim carrey like molested her ass on stage at the mtv awards like oh yes it's the daycare baby what's up cam i love this this is a real family we thought we had a problem with your family not knowing this podcast never in 177 episodes has cameron just walked in the room while we're podcasting she just walked right in never in 177 episodes has ever happened that was great oh man jesus christ what what the fuck are we talking oh super bowl so 
I don't know who won the night, whether it was Rihanna's baby bump or she redebuted the forehead live on television. Like she brought the forehead completely out. Like she, she unleashed the forehead on Super Bowl night. And I feel like she was kind of like doing it on purpose to an extent. Like what did she have extra gloss on her forehead that night? Um I'm gonna go out on a limb and I'm gonna just say she likes skin and she can't help it. Like, yeah. you know, regardless of what she, she does, like do maybe she tried to go nostalgic with it. Cause I like the fact that I I think mm. I'm right. I can't remember if I'm right or wrong, but I feel like she ended her set with Umbrella. Um and I, I, think I thought so. I thought that that was hard that she ended it off with the hey, remember what y'all love me for? Like, remember yeah. when I got here? Like, I was yeah. like, that that's pretty hard. So, like, and I and like it was her opening of, with bitch better have my money. That for, was for, crazy. That, for yeah, that, that was definitely hard, right? And then let's you know, not a dressed elephant in the room, but like <laughs> let me know if you feel me on this or not, because I'm sure you sat and you watched this with your wife. Who did you let mention if Rihanna might be pregnant first? Oh, you gotta you well. You got to let her say it because <laughs> if you wrong, <laughs> but like I, I come on here and talk about women, particularly black women a lot. Y'all know that about me. I'm, we be just having fun, y'all. We love y'all. But that's one of them like rules that you just know, like you can't say that first. Bro, I sat through about five songs wanting to say it so bad. But looking I was over like, like, yeah, like, and then, and then my wife broke after that. She was like, all right, she's pregnant. I was like, I mean, I was going to say, but like, I I can't. I can't be the one to put that out there, but it was really when she gave me the um, it was the seventy seven percent Tootsie Roll that really, really, Dog, really let me know. Her Tootsie Roll was so <laughs> pregnant. I was like, oh, her Tootsie Roll really let me know that it was a baby. Or the thing. part of the dance that when it was supposed to be popping, and she just gave us her hand waving in the back. <laughs> this is this is to simulate if my ass was popping uh, right. Now. I was like, oh, re. But and then I kind of hated the fact, like, all right, girl, like you, you weren't really trying to hide it. So what did we do the big clothes for, for real, for real? But whatever. Yeah, you know what, and but. Before I was able to decipher in my mind that she's pregnant because of a stomach, mm-hmm. I deduced that from her pants. I was like, man, those pants is way too... She pregnant as hell, dog. Yeah, she pregnant. And then, like, I ain't going to lie. I'm always disappointed. I know we haven't gotten many of these instances, but, like, if you don't give me a Beyonce mic drop, uh, suit jacket unbuttoned, belly bump rub i feel like it's not mm. real like i need mm. everybody's own variation to the side if, with the, yeah. if you're going to perform while you're pregnant because then it kind of and it'd be the it first kinda, time we saw you perform while the you're nigga pregnant. the nigga and me kind of got mad at the end of this because i'm like damn like why why did because like not for nothing like she she at least four five months pregnant at this point if not six that's what like, i had her at i had her at five you too. you've been pregnant for a minute boo like i feel like you was pregnant when you accepted this whole ordeal so like why, How do you line this? Why'd you do that? Yeah, why'd you why'd you do that one? And then it made me think like, but damn, as ASAP Rocky, can you be like, hey, you ain't doing that shit, or do you just got to yeah, be like, we all right, just babe, had you well, fifty feet in the air, test it out, like see how everything goes, and if you're cool with it, then I guess we're just cool with it. But like, I guess you can't veto that. But I think I would be kind of mad. You like jumping around on stage with my baby, but I guess you know. Rihanna is Rihanna. Shit, imagine her and ASAP sitting down with a pie chart t- trying to determine if her morning sickness would be cleared up by the time the Super Bowl came around. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. imagine being lifted up in the air 100 feet while you still in trimester one, nigga. Oof. Should let like, that I don't nigga think she could have pulled that one. Back to but back. I mean, here's what I want to talk to you about, too, speaking of Rihanna. So, 
there was a time when she was like halfway through her set and she was body and shit, like killing it. And you know, I, you you know when you're starting to do your mental flowers and like, man, Rihanna is really a bad bitch. Like she really been giving it to us for a long time. And in my mind, I'm like, you know who I hope is watching this? SZA. Because if she really want that spot, this is the kind of shit you got to be on. True. Like, you know, me and you kind of toss around the idea that SZA is kind of next, right? Whether it be mm-hmm. with her, the way she presents herself, the music she makes. Just, she's one of Rihanna's kids, if we be honest. Like, she comes off the Rihanna tree. If you want to argue that Rihanna comes off somebody else's tree, I ain't mad at that. But SZA is off Rihanna's tree. She's on fucking, uh, what is that shit called? Anti. Mm-hmm. That's the passing yeah. of the torch, that song, basically. So, yeah. I was like, man, I really hope SZA is watching this, knowing she definitely would be. Everybody's watching it. But then I got to thinking about just really how bad Rihanna is and how big those shoes are to fill. It ain't that Rihanna's just great. I don't think enough talking is done about this part. Rihanna did all of this amazing dope-ass shit on Beyonce's watch. Like, we don't really talk about that enough. Like, It ain't like she came in on Beyonce's tail end. She did all of this while Beyonce was... Active, active, active. Like this is like LeBron performing while Kobe's in the league. Like I mean, I ain't I ain't gonna lie though. Like she she is Jay-Z's crown jewel though. Sure, sure. You know what I'm saying? Because there there is Kanye. Like you can't deny Kanye is the gym that you put on display in the museum. Like, hey, look what I got. But Rihanna's like that. Hey, let me take you back to my safe back here one time and show mm-hmm. you what I still cultivated out of all of that. Cause I mean yeah. Yes, he is a um yes, he's a product of the Beyonce circle and she is a product of the Rock Nation circle, but Rihanna mm-hmm. don't got no attachment to Beyonce. So with that, with, she always had the J backing regardless of what she's done. And I mm-hmm. and I think they've done a great job of not allowing anything to happen to kind of skew the the image of oh, Beyonce got an issue with Rihanna doing X, Y, and Z. And I think even they tried to do that for a little while. They tried to make Rihanna Jay-Z's little girlfriend for a little minute. And that and that didn't that. even stick. That like, didn't even stick like too hard. Fresh off an of umbrella, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried They tried to make Rihanna Jay-Z's little girlfriend, and, and it never really worked. And they just, like, ducked it real smooth that mm-hmm. it, it never caught any traction. And, like, she she's still around the other day, which I did see another. I seen a TikTok video today. They said that uh, Rihanna threw the rock up at the end of her joint. They did not air that on the They, they took it right off the screen? Took that shit right out of there, which I find interesting, but whatever. Shit. I mean, speaking of Hove and the Rock, like, we really ought to also take a breath and realize, like, whether however you feel about the Super Bowl, whether you feel like it's over hyped in the performances over the last couple of years. Hope been doing that thing about like producing that man and getting yeah, the acts together. And, absolutely. You know, and, and it's weird because we are all getting older. We're not getting any younger. So mm-hmm. in our minds, we like to think, man, Jay-Z came and made the Super Bowl so dope. Remember when it used to be whack as fucking Metallica and then would be up there and they would have all them old ass niggas. And now we getting great acts like Dr. Dre. 57 years old, Rihanna, like the people that we are thoroughly enjoying are old niggas too. Like somebody somewhere is 19 year old, 19 years old going, Rihanna, like I used to listen to her when I was a baby. Yeah. Like I mean, they're hope. still old ass acts, but we just enjoying are enjoying them because we're the demographic. We're the target yeah. for the NFL and Fox I mean, and NBC now. So we're enjoying it. But there's a kid right now that's like, fuck Rihanna, I don't know none of this shit. Hove is still overcharging niggas for what they did to the cold crush and getting his lick back. So like for the 
for the things that because like and and I don't I don't know how I would feel yeah probably not like a Jay Z halftime show <laughs> I don't want it I don't want it I don't I don't think I want I it either Hove, but, but maybe but but I think Hove is in tune enough to know that people don't I don't think he would I don't think his he's catalog, not that kind of act his yeah he's not that kind of act and his catalog doesn't particularly dictate that but I think he recognizes that there may have been people who missed that opportunity that now he can provide that to him. And like you say, we're just the demographic and all of that. Imagine being Jay-Z and being like this billionaire, right? This mogul, this, this economic force in the culture and having to like be at the urinal in the Super Bowl and come to the realization like, damn, I could never perform at halftime, but Buster Rhymes probably could. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I ain't no diss either way, but like that's got to be like a funny thing to realize because you know Hov is a smart nigga. Like he probably right. knows shit like that. Like, yeah, I'm this guy. Like I'm that nigga, but this just don't I fit mean, me. And I'm sure yeah, it don't bother him. I now, mean, but it's just an interesting thing to think about. I mean, not for nothing. Like shit, he that's what he's kind of done with everything. Like mm-hmm. the shit that's out really didn't fit the message that he was trying to, you know, put out. So, like, this is where you come with Rock Aware. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, this is where you come with the different brand deals. Or, like, Jay-Z is not a festival artist. But, like, I can create my own festival that then curates the space for my catalog to be in a festival like mm-hmm. so like he just he just done shit on his own accord so that's cool ain't no so wrong you could it. never have you could never have a jay-z branded ipod but i got title for you you know what I'm saying? like he knows Period. where his name fits yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh one more thing on the super bowl did you see the shot i don't know if you watched it long enough or caught this did you see the shot of old buddy uh damar hamlin the dude that almost died on the I field did. for the buffalo he bills sitting, sitting right by roger, goodell and, roger goodell and them yep did you feel anything about that because i'll tell you I'll, I'll just jump right out there whether you felt anything or not and i'll <laughs> see if you did but as soon as i saw it i was like mm. <laughs> i kind of murmured bro like i got a little quick little tummy ache and now this might be like me armchair quarterback and putting myself like, you know how I always talk shit about when niggas be like, hey, had that been me, I would have did this. So I'm probably talking shit. I'm most likely wrong <laughs> about this. But when I saw him sitting there next to Roger Goodell and his wife, I was just like, the aesthetic of it just bothered me a little bit. Cause it's like, it to me, it rings off on some, I know you almost died from a heat wave picking cotton on the field, but since you didn't, Come on up here and you can sit with Master for a dinner or two before you go back out. I again. mean, it's like he won the golden ticket to Willy Wonka. It did, bro. It definitely came off like that. Yeah. And again, I'm pro- I'm 90% chance wrong here for even thinking I should be able to talk about this shit, right? Because I ain't <laughs> in his shit. If I'm, if I'm fucking Damar Hamlin, I probably don't turn down tickets to the fucking Super Bowl to sit. It's Roger Goodell. Doing this might get you a fucking, like, next time you get uh, ejected from a game and fine. Maybe Roger Goodell, because he knows you and have popcorn with you that day. Maybe he don't find you. Maybe it's a good move to go ahead and accept that ticket that Roger Goodell is so graciously offering. Mm-hmm. I'm probably talking shit because I probably would have accepted it myself. But I'll tell you, <laughs> in my living room, I had all kinds of shit. I was upset in my living room, boy. But I kind of can't even really put a finger on what bothered me about it exactly. It just didn't look right. I mean, when it comes to DeMar Hamlin and, like, the whole aftermath of the situation, like, again, luckily the boy lives, so, like, they don't got to... Like, the the cleanup part is really kind of over, but I think for, like, image's sake. And then, like, they did that whole piece 
um, at the game where they recognized, you know, the the staff from the Cincinnati hospital and, mm. you know, all the people that helped save his life. They so treated think, him like he died. I mean, yeah, but that shit ended yesterday, you know, when the clock struck four zeros at the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to no, get on we ain't never now, see that bro. Yeah, probably not. Like, it's, and it's, I don't think it's a bad thing to say. Like, it was a mad, unfortunate accident. Like, super unfortunate. I don't know if the questions have been asked. I don't know if he's presented this information. I don't know what the recommendation is, but I know in probably every average nigga's brain, like playing football is out of the fucking picture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't know what that says for him, but like what, what, what more is the story besides he either like goes away and does like charitable shit and like, you know, takes that rain on and, you know, takes that farther. or He comes back to the football field and everybody cringes Every fucking play every that he time plays. he gets like, yeah, every yeah, time he like what, what do we do? So like it's the I, I don't I don't want to say the story's over, but like no RIP needed live on, my nigga. Like, right. I guess my question is and again, this might just be 2020 hindsight, right? Like now that it's over, of course I got all the answers, but I would be willing to bet if they never showed him, if he wasn't there and they never showed him, talked about him, tipped the hat to him, commemorated. If the Buffalo Bills was never mentioned the entire Super Bowl Sunday, I'd be willing to bet 90% of the viewers wouldn't have even have thought about it. Like, no, I, don't think, it I don't think DeMar, like him, he wasn't on nobody's brain, bro. It wasn't until we saw him, we was like, oh, I that's mean, when he like, almost died. Yeah, and I guess like my thing is like, had you not almost died, would you still have gone to the Super Bowl? No. <laughs> no. Of course not. That nigga ain't even make the Pro Bowl, bro. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think he made the Pro Bowl. I don't fucking know, bro. All-Star Games. Yeah, I don't right. know. Speaking of, bro, All-Star Games. So the NBA All-Star Game is coming up this weekend, right? I think this it weekend. Is? Oh, um, yeah. It's, it's always sports. around Valentine's Day, for sure. It's always the after Valentine's Day. So with that being said, I got another proposition for basketball, right? All-Star Game NBA Weekend is pretty lit. Like, people actually fuck with All-Star Weekend. You know what they need to do? They need, like, a little quick two-on-two tournament, including WNBA players or just WNBA players. Like, if they had, like, two-on-two tournament-style pickup games for WNBA players, not, like, during the main stage moments, but, like, the Friday before the All-Star Game. And then just have, like, a four-team two-on-two pickup game with the WNBA players. Would you watch that or would you care? Do you think niggas, anybody will watch that? Niggas don't want to see 20 titties on the floor, nigga. What makes <laughs> you think they want to see eight? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but I, but my, my point is you could handpick some of the best or and most entertaining players that your yeah. league has to Bro, showcase. Can I, can and I, you can, can take be, this opportunity. I'm trying be, to fix the can WNBA. I be can I be honest with you, fam? You had me sold when you was like two on two all up until you said WNBA. Yeah, I said women. Dog, <laughs> it was a deflect because I, I instantly I'm being saw serious, like bro. I instantly saw LeBron and KD versus like Giannis bro, and, and the Joker or something like that. I was like, that might be sweet to kind of look at, but then you was like titties, 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 titties. <laughs> Wes, and I was like, Ugh. Wes, I'm really being serious. I, I really think here. this would didn't work. They already add, didn't they already add them to like the skills challenge? Ain't they present for something when they They'd there? be around for something, bro. Like, they, bro, I'm, dunks I'm sorry, bro. They got to take that up with Adam Silver at this point, bro. I'm, I've done, I've I've exhausted all of my ideas for the WNBA so far. Dog, I, they really Gail King still has Jersey. not sat down with Brittany Griner. Like, they need to Ron hasn't Jersey, done bro. it. Like, I don't, what, who the, he hasn't put her on the shop, like, what are we doing here? They waiting on the doors to close is what they're doing, bro. 
All right, let's give women some more props, man. You watch Wakanda Forever, bro. We finally can talk about it. I I, I want to hear what you want to talk about before before I well, see. It I want to talk about it. I was about to say something that was going to sound real fucking because I was about to say it ain't much to talk about. But let me chill out. Let me let me take myself out of cartoon podcasting mode. I will say yeah. this: y'all heard me months ago drag my feet on like uh, I ain't really ain't excited to go see this film. We I told really y'all we would the watch theater. the film. We said once it hit streaming services, you got to watch it. We said we were true to that, bro. We was and right. And I couldn't really even tell y'all why. Like, I really couldn't tell y'all why. Because it ain't like I'm the biggest Chadwick Boseman fan any, either. Like, it ain't like I was just, oh, man, without Chadwick, this ain't going to be nothing I want to see. Like, I wouldn't even on that. It just didn't feel like nothing. You know what I think it was? I think it was the enemy when they were showing, like, Swimming dude. Mm-hmm. When they kept no, showing swimming no dude, more. I was like, they don't look like no nigga that would threaten Wakanda. Like, he didn't seem like he was that big of a threat. So I just didn't seem as interested as I was. First time I saw Killmonger, I, and I'm not comic book nigga. I didn't know nothing about who Eric right. Killmonger was. So right. I sat my black ass in that <clears throat> theater and was mesmerized by the entire story and everything that came with the original Black Panther film, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was going to be captivated in this. And then I also, if I'm being honest with y'all, I was a little speculative because I was like, man, are they going to like woman power us to death with this? Did I say that or was I like keeping that on the low and not I saying it I think you kept that on the low when you said it out loud. I was like, are they going to women power us to death with this movie? Like, are they going to just not replace the Black Panther with, no, with another black man and then they're going to make Wakanda be just black woman utopia and it's going to smell like blue magic all through Wakanda? Like, is that what we're in for? And I'll tell you, the first 35% of the movie was pretty much that. Am I tripping? Like, was the first 40%? I don't think it was all of it, Wes. I, listen, here's the point I'm trying to make. I, the first half of the movie, it felt very much like cooking grease and Crisco and black women shit everywhere. But there was a point in the movie I personally felt like they turned the corner and it ended up just being a good movie. Honestly. Like, because I like, what's it, Letitia? Letitia? What's her name? Oh, girl. Who? Shuri? Shuri. Shuri was amazing. I like did Shuri. You just, did you just try to give her a ghetto name right Letitia? here on this podcast? What's her name? Letitia? Letitia? <laughs> Shuri was dope. I got no issue ever. First Black Panther or second Black Panther, I think she did a good job as the new Black Panther. I ain't gonna lie. The fight scenes might be the only bone I might have to pick. But. I didn't mind it, bro, particularly the second half of the movie. Like, once they got all of that empowerment shit out the way and just made it just be about a movie using the characters they had, I enjoyed it, bro. Like, I enjoyed the movie. I give it props. I I enjoyed it far more than I thought I was going to enjoy it. Let's just say that. Do tell me, what what did you enjoy so much about the movie? Um, Well, first of all, they cheated by putting Michael B. Jordan in it. Let me tell you that. That was cheating. Even it's though a, he was in it, it was for a like scene. Five, it was a scene. The the one scene I was so thirsty to see a nigga. It was, <laughs> was like, it was a it was a scene, but me and my wife did find it very, very funny that his um Negro energy was very, very high during that scene. Yeah, like, like that, like bro, you you be barking a lot louder when you dead, bro. Like yeah, if yeah, can't yeah. die, like what else I got to lose? But <laughs> um what else did I like about it? I, you know what I didn't like about it? I'll be honest with you. No, 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 no. Let's not get oh, to what that. Oh, but I liked it. Okay, yeah, no, you, you said you loved it. Yeah, yeah. Let's I, go I like Shuri. Love. I like Shuri. I like that they tried to make the uh, antagonist um, identifiable again. I like that they made him not just be a bad guy with no reason. They tried to give him a purpose 
And you kind of like, again, they did it again with the whole like, oh, I kind of feel where you're coming from. I liked it that aspect, even though that's every fucking Marvel movie now, right? They give every villain a purpose. So I was cool with it. Um, what's old girl's name that uh Black Panther's baby mom? Uh, you talking about um uh, uh the goddamn Lupita. Lupita. Lupita's dope. How could you not like Lupita? We we like Lupita, right? I, I, I liked Lupita, but I, I want you to finish where you're going. I did not. I, I was about to go to the did nots again. Um, I like the story. <laughs> I, like what they, I like what they was getting at. I like the water bombs. Every time they threw a water bomb, I was like, ooh, that water bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the water bomb. What hey, else I did I like? For, the first time they threw the water bomb, I was like, is that a water I said it out loud. I said, is that a, is that water, a water bomb? bomb? I said, that's kind of wild. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I'm not even being funny. Every time a water bomb exploded, I was like, ooh. <laughs> was super, I was super excited for some reason. Yeah, when they, get, you, when they came with the big bag of the water bombs at the end, that's when it was really lit. I, I'm really digging deep to find you the likes. So you got to mm-hmm. give me one dislike in here because I've given you three likes. All right, go ahead. I don't bro. like Okoye in any of the movies. <laughs> like Okoye's okay. face okay. is always so unpleasant. Well, I, like, can, I, know I can still see her real her hairline. I can still see her real hairline under whatever they did. Um, so that's really I what bothers it, me. Yeah, that's, I hate that's really it. Like, I don't dislike me. her character, but it's just something about Okoye in these movies that always bothers me. Um, but I don't know, bro. I enjoyed it overall. Um, I, re- I honestly, can I be honest with you? The 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 scientist student chick, I hated her. I hated her, bro. Like every like almost every joke she made or attempted to make, I didn't like. But I like the movie overall. I can't even tell you specifically why. If you ask me if I liked it or didn't like it, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie. And like to your scientist point, like take her out of the movie completely and like let her story. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. All right, let me get my shit off, bro. Fuck it. Go bye. ahead. Go bro, ahead. I, hey, bro. I purposely put the W in parentheses when I text you back that Wakanda forever has been watched. And the W is in parentheses because these niggas had no dubs the entire three hours of this they movie. They lost bro. every fight. They lost every single, even the last one, bro. They were losing they the last fight. Time. Had them niggas not come to this bullshit-ass agreement, like, the Wakandans would have been out of here, bro. So, like, first of all, it's just called Akanda. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or if you want if you want to be special, the W was definitely for women in this movie because uh-huh. there are three men with vocal lines. And the, the I'm sorry, four. And one of them's Michael white. B. Jordan. One I didn't even, white. My man, see? That's why I fuck with you. <laughs> nah, you one's, right. one's white and one's Spanish. So, like, what bro, the fuck are you talking the about big, here? Like, they even made the big, like, monkey the blue dude. dude. Kind of yeah, he movie, had, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, there, there was just not many. There were so many. And, like, this is no hate. Or, like, all right, it was women everywhere. All right, cool, whatever. Like, that, that part didn't bother me about the movie. I will say that. Like, it was mad noticeable. Go black all right, whatever. And like, like you say, like, it's almost like Chadwick Boseman died, Black Panther died, the rest of the men in the village don't fucking exist. Like, <laughs> they just, all they died too. They, they all died, died too. too. Like, because the king is gone, men don't say a goddamn word. Like, Where did the nigga from uh, Get Out go? Yeah, he's just not a part of this <laughs> the one. Right not, yeah, he just... He Okoye's just, baby dad. That was Okoye's baby dad, but remember, she like pulled the spear on him, so maybe he mad. Maybe he said, fuck you and them kids, he and left. he got up through Wakanda. Like, he he's out of here, but like... All right, again, these niggas took mad L's the entire fucking movie, and like y'all, y'all, y'all do, and like I don't mind the name more people and 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 the underwater city people because even I caught myself halfway through the movie going like, 
why the fuck is these niggas tripping about people knowing that they exist? And I was like, well, I guess if you tell Americans that, hey, it's a whole oh, bunch of people that live there. under the water like, <laughs> and stay your ass from out there, like that might cause some problems. So I can sure. understand that. But like they just weren't very um, cooperative people. Uh, my man Namor just kept coming up to the service being like, hey, this is what we're doing. And if you don't do that, we're just going to fuck all of y'all up. Cool. Like, I right, bet. Like, so, so wait. And, and you niggas really had no power against it. But then, like, the fact that they got into this whole, like, they got vibranium too. How they got vibranium. It just became real speculative. Like, how they got vibranium? It must have been two meteors. And then one <laughs> chick is like, well, our whole society is now built on lies because y'all said we was the only people with vibranium. Right. They was just like, who even yeah. are we? They was just like, yeah. <laughs> and the movie just kept fucking going on. That, that and, did happen. <laughs> and then at the end of this movie, oh, yeah, at the end of this movie, well, first of all, let's, uh, I, I, Shuri asking to go to Namor and then the whole like next 45 minutes being them concerned about Shuri, but Shuri went on her own, it's kind of wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's definitely fucking wild. But then, for their genius plan to be, let's treat him like a fish out of water. Let's just get this nigga dry as fuck. And he got dry as fuck. And all the fighting that he did for two hours and 25 minutes did not matter no more. Like all the shit that he was capable of doing, he was like, I I yield. That was the fucking that was the fucking thing. I yield. And they flew back over. And before they pushed the last eight Wakandans off of this big dumbass ship, they was like, nah, we cool. And he got some like alternative ulterior motive as the niggas like to say he got some old other shit that he thinking is gonna come around on the back end but like when i tell you i don't want to see another wakanda movie (laughs) are you done i'm done bro like and and again like i can only imagine how much chadwick's death fucked up the integration of how marvel likes to do shit because i don't want to see shuri or nobody else and no other motherfucking like it's a wrap for me how do you feel about starting with the funeral did you care at all about starting with a funeral starting with chadwick boseman's funeral it was it was extra to me. Um, as my wife pointed out, you can tell they added that at the end. Um, because the fact that they like Yeah, the fact that they made it so dramatic and like y'all couldn't have like AI'd like pan into this nigga laying in a hospital, but like y'all just did nothing to really create the illusion that the, the Black Panther like y'all know we left the last movie and shit was like on the up and up, and then yeah. y'all started this like, movie with this nigga's been they dead. They started like, the movie with like y'all niggas watch the news, y'all know what happened. <laughs> Basically, like, hey, we crossing real life into this goddamn comic book story. So, like, pay pay attention and pay attention quick. And it's like that 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 part of me, I found myself being a little selfish in thought, saying like, damn, Chadwick, why you ain't tell these niggas? We at least could have got some of these scenes shot properly for you to be <laughs> in the fucking purple land with the ancestors and shit. Like, I I would have appreciated that at least. Like, all right, this that would have made the movie twelve times better. But then, like, sis, you smart as fuck. Like, y'all never thought about replanting the flowers or fit like you you made all this shit and you just again no greenhouses three three hours of my life that i'll never get back i'll never need to see it again i don't want to see another one um i'm not mad i'm just i'm not mad at the movie you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying i don't think it was a bad movie but no no but and then shout shout out shout out to uh shout out to my teenager because of course you know they do the whole after the end credit scene and like once the movie went off and niggas was like, yeah, we cool. The Namor was like, yeah, they're going to need us. Fuck it. We just going to wait till they spin the block. And then, you know, the credits start rolling. I was like, well, my daughter was like, wait, you have to wait. The best part is coming up next.
There's always more after the credits. I made sure to tell her that that was probably the worst scene that they could throw. Because what is that an alley oop for like 25 years from now when the right. little nigga grows up? How like, long we gonna wait for this nigga to yeah, grow up? Like, what are we doing, bro? Like, it was, it was too, it was too reachy for me. Like, uh, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mind it. I liked it. I would even say I would watch it again. And if they come out with a three, when they come out with a three, because you know Marvel ain't going to miss no money, I'm going to say I'm down for it, bro. Like, I do not hate this film. I would even say that I like it. I Although all the points you make are valid to me, I I, I would be lying if I told y'all that I did not enjoy it. Like, when I watched it, I even turned to my wife like, you know what? I enjoyed that. Like, I actually enjoyed that. And I was skeptical and I was really apprehensive because- like- but the first Black Panther was big for me. Like I really, I think I saw that three times in the theater. Like I really enjoyed that. So I it's was a, really there. You go nervous about it fucking that up for me. It was classic sophomore album for me, bro. Mm. It was classic sophomore album for me, bro. Because that that movie can't even like be in the same movie theater with the first one. I do like, think they're different. If they, if they plan one time. and two, like you got to go watch two at a whole different like theater. Like if we got Harkins out here, like we play one at Harkins, you play two at the AMC, bro, because we can't have these two movies in the same building. Well, let me ask you, do you subscribe to any of the ideas that gets tossed around about like, well, Superman don't never die. If Christopher Reeve loses legs, you just find another Superman. Batman don't never fucking die. If, you know, Michael Keaton get too old, we just go get Christian Bale or some shit like why the fuck do our hero got to die with the actor? Like, do you do you think there's anything to people saying that? Like, do you think that that's any kind of plot? Or do you think that they could have gotten away with just fucking sliding somebody else in there? I don't know, the lead actor from the heart of the just, just throw that nigga in there. Like, do you I think, think they that could have been fine? I think they could have came up with a better fucking, like, st- what's, the, what's the nigga? Jonathan Majors that's been in all the movies lately. Like, they could have made Jonathan Majors this nigga's long lost cousin from like a, a, a lost land in Wakanda that don't nobody visit. Like, and I'm not a comic did, movie, but from what I understand, a lot of Black Panthers you could have picked from any of yeah. those universes, right? They, they like, could, yeah, they could have done. They could have just done a lot better with the story. And it's it just seems like they got defeated by Chadwick Boseman dying, and they was like, oh, well, we gotta we gotta work with what we got. Like, and now the whole fucking royal family is dead, minus Shuri nigga, and she done went to fucking uh, Haiti with the, with the baby mom. I'm like, what is going on? And then, I like and then Shuri, and see, again, I can't see her in front like, I, like Shuri. And, I like Shuri. And, and Baku hops off the plane like, yeah, princess ain't coming, but I'm here to fight for the throne. Who are you here to fight? There's no, con- there's nobody to contest you. Who are you fighting? So does so that mean the little nigga at the campfire is going to grow up and turn 17 and have to fight this big ass old nigga? Cat, too many questions. How long am I going to have to wait for that shit to make fucking sense? Like, I don't got that to do. And not for nothing. Like, and I, I don't care about none of this comic book shit. And I, they played the Flash um, trailer during the Super Bowl. I didn't see it then. I happened to see it after the fact a couple hours ago. Um, and the fact that they got Michael Keaton in this movie as the Batman. You don't like, like old Batman? No, I'm, no I'm, I fuck with Michael Keaton as the Batman. It's like, I'm excited about this one. Oh, okay. I fuck that with excites old me Batman. more than any scene that I heard about the second Wakanda. See, like, the thing is, is I fuck with old-style Batman. I'm a Batman fan, so mm-hmm. I, I get just excite, as excited about Bruce Wayne as I do when you're giving me the story of this is Batman past his prime, because that's a whole thing. Like, that's not mm-hmm. like just me making jokes about Michael Keaton being old. Old Batman past his prime is a whole storyline. Like, right. Batman fans will geek out over over the hill Batman. It's It's a thing. So the fact that they're bringing Michael Keaton in as over the hill Batman is exciting. Well, they're not. Uh, am I excited enough to go see the Flash? I don't know. Nah, but see, this a is, nigga that run fast though ain't gonna get me to go. What's by always always forget the nigga's name. What's J Lo's boyfriend's name? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. 
it's one of those type of joints where the Flash, like Ben Affleck is Batman, but then they like go back to the past and you got to oh, run into Batman and it's Michael that's Keaton. That's hard to me. I mean, I will see. I'll catch that's it on hard. Video. I'll catch it on video. You going to the theater? That, nigga, never. <laughs> you don't fuck with the theater? Not ever. So speaking of, uh, what do you call it? Emasculation of men. Um, so a news story came out, my local news. We're going local for the last segment, right? Okay. The New Mexico State Aggies basketball team, right? Their season is being suspended because of hazing and sexual assault amongst players. Okay. Now, when I say that, where does your mind go? Like, if I didn't say anything else, what would you imagine has happened in this locker room? Um, I'd imagine some niggas got stuffed in some lockers, you know, stripped butt naked, hit with a couple wet towels, maybe. I don't, you know, dumb dumb shit that kids do on, you know, locked, well, locked in a locker, you know, stupid shit. They talking like niggas' buttholes is getting played with at New Mexico mm. State. Mm. And like my mind, and now I know that it's 2023 and times are different now and shit is quick. But when I see stories like this, my mind goes like, under what circumstance, and I'm trying to be sensitive because I do understand that peer pressure is a motherfucker, especially in sports, right? Like when you're trying to fucking be successful and get to a collegiate and beyond level. But like, it's hard for me to understand what number 55 power forward is trying to pull somebody's basketball shorts down and play with his butt, bro. Like, I just, I do, for the life of me, I can never fathom when jokes go this far. And I, I know it can't be a joke. Like, somebody just really likes playing with actual butts and <laughs> use basketball practice as an excuse to fondle somebody. But, like, this is apparently a thing because they had somebody on the news, like one of the student athletes that's transferring out of New Mexico State. They was talking to him on the news, like interviewing him. And this is what I love about the local news, right? Because it ain't ESPN, so they really is kind of like... The dude was saying shit he wasn't supposed to even say. Like, she would ask him, like, did you know that these sexual assaults was happening? And he, like he would freeze and be like, "Uh, I mean, due to the, lea- the legality of what's going on, I can't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then she would back that question up with, did your coaches know about it? <laughs> and he was like, like um, yeah. I mean, yeah, he basically would be like, hell yeah, <laughs> when I say hell. And I'm like, bro, I was like clutching my cheeks, like Home Alone style, like, Dog, you don't understand. You got to shut the fuck up. Like, you can't talk about this. Like, if this is really the case that it's about to be, mm-hmm. you got to shut the fuck up. And you certainly shouldn't be having your face on the screen. And you definitely should be having, like, the little thingy thing over your voice right now. Like, it, bro, it's crazy to me that this shit is happening. And then once I processed all this, I was like, of course this is happening in, in New Mexico. Because don't get me wrong. I love the state we live in. But, dog, if you ever come out here, New Mexico is like, Backwards ain't the word. Like, it's it's slow as fuck. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as you cross the border and you turn on your local radio, they're going to be playing, like, How Do You Want It by Tupac. And it's not going to be ironically. It's not. It's going to be on the new hip-hop station. They're going to be playing Tupac, How Do You Want It. Like, right. it's so, like, this state is still in 1995, bro, me- mentally. And it's insane to me that you're seeing, like, stories like this are coming out. Like, how the fuck is it 2023 and niggas is getting their buttholes played with at basketball practice, dog? I mean, that's because you live in, you know, uh, science laboratory town. And you didn't have you guys, science now. Yeah, you guys, you guys are at a fucking higher elevation out there. So, like, people don't that's know what the fuck's going on up there. Like, <laughs> you guys are like Edward Scissorhands' house. Like, fuck, we're not going the fuck up there. 
I feel like I know the answer already, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Like, have you ever, obviously not to this scale, but have you ever been really susceptible to peer pressure that was, again, we ain't talking about nobody playing with your butt. We don't, our wives don't even get to touch our butts. Let's get that clear. But like, have you ever been susceptible to peer pressure that made you uncomfortable in any way? Like, I know I have. But yeah, like, give me an this, example while I think it through. Like, so like, I don't know if you was just in your adolescence or some shit and like you in high school and the homies was like stealing from the corner store and you know you ain't comfortable stealing or some shit. That was probably the first thing that just went through my head just now. I was in elementary school, you know, when you're supposed to do dumb shit like that. Mm-hmm. But even then I knew it wasn't right. And my friend was trying to do something stupid. This nigga went and got like, it was dumb. Like instead of stealing the shit, the nigga went and like swapped the price tags. Like it was the dumbest shit of all wait, time. Like, wait, wait, is that instead, adolescent? Instead of paying ninety nine cents for the pickle, he tried to like put the fifty cent tag on it. But nigga, them Arabs know what fucking they know how much price they, they, they price the Yeah, they they put the gun on that thing. Chow, they know they put a dollar ninety nine cents on that. Wait, so you don't switch price tags out? How do you do that, into, bro? I, I'm sorry. Maybe maybe that was just the light skin that just came out of me just now, bro. But like, I don't have all of that to do, bro. How much do it cost? Bro, I, got, I, either, I either got four forty nine or I don't. I got all the time in the world to switch a price tag out, bro. I just did it this past Christmas. The hundred dollar Christmas trees, bro. Them forty dollar price tags was just laying all over the floor, bro. I took that hundred dollars off that tree so fast and slapped on that forty dollar tag. I mean, I can understand it in those circumstances, but it got to be like that. Like it got to be yeah, laid out obvious as hell. I ain't, I ain't running from the fucking beer cave down to the water section to slap a water label on the goddamn case of Trulies. Like that ain't gonna work. Speaking of corner store items, I'm gonna ask you this one more thing before we get out of here, bro. Are you a flaming hot guy? No. No flaming hot nothings. No, nah, not really. See, I know like flaming hot Cheetos is a pretty big product amongst like. Negroes. <laughs> but I'm here to say, not enough love gets shown to Flamin' Hot Fritos, bro. I've been on Flamin' Hot Fritos recently. And you know what? That's a significantly better product, I think. My wife brought some Flamin' Hot Funyuns in here a couple weeks Are ago. Are those good? I've been looking at them. Bro, they were phenomenal. Mm. They were phenomenal. I won't lie. Well, listen, I'll tell you what else is going to be flaming hot. That nigga's ass after practice if they don't figure out what's going on at New Mexico State. <laughs> this has been the Dipped in Butter program, man. We appreciate y'all risking your asses to be here with us. And uh, tell a friend about the podcast, man. My name is Kat. You can check this out again every Tuesday where the podcasts are consumed. And save them shits in your phone so when you get out of signal, you can continue to show. It's a good idea. To listen to me. Yeah, 100%. It's your boy, West No T. I'm a young, the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. Play a partner, P-O-D-N-A. Um, the producer extraordinaire around this bitch. I put the pieces together so the show come out. How y'all hear it? Fuck with me, though. Yes, sir. Like I say, each and every week, the universe is way too big for your little-ass problems. And hey, you know, what I think about you sitting next to Roger Goodell might be a little thing considering you almost died a month ago. So don't listen to me, bro. I'll just be talking shit. You already know rule number one around this motherfucker. Tell a friend and tell a friend not only about the podcast, but that um, if you do find yourself with a cart full of bullshit, just leave it in whatever aisle you in, bro. You don't need none of it. Um, and then rule number two, mind your motherfucking business. Yes, sir. We'll catch y'all next Tuesday. We know you want more, so come back next week and get this.